KJAMS 105.3, you're sitting there pretty with me, your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy. It is the time of the morning that I'm most excited about. It is time to dive into the Word. We are diving into our first Preach Easy, Teach Easy. Now, let me explain what that means. I believe, as your favorite radio reverend, the most popping podcast pope, I believe that you are searching for answers. Each and every last one of us want to grow spiritually. And those answers we're searching for, they're easy. But the journey to find these answers, they're tough. They're difficult. And so, me as your favorite radio reverend, the most poppin' podcast, Pope, is here to help you find those easy answers on this tough journey. But sometimes what you need is somebody just to teach you the basics. Just to show you and explain to you what's going on in churches. Because my hope is to help you be more comfortable. To help you figure out your Hail Marys from your hallelujahs. So, one day you may be able to go walk into a church and be like, yeah, I can kick it here. I can make it. I understand what's going on. Maybe I'm helping you to grow to where you can see those rituals. You can understand church and be like, yeah, I've, I've made the educated decision where I'm chill, I'm chill watching stuff at home, whatever the case may be. Me, as your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy, I'm here just to help you find those easy answers on the tough journey. So for our first Preach Easy, Teach Easy, I'm diving into Eucharist. Communion, that thing that happens on first Sunday where they pull out the good wine and the unleavened bread. I'm helping us understand what's going on on that Sunday. What are they referring to? What are they talking about? Now, let me be transparent. Let me, let me let me show a little bit of myself in this. Now, your favorite radio reverend, the most poppin' podcast pope, has not always been as brilliant as he is now. Back when Preach Easy was a little easy, rituals and church situations confused me. If anything, it made me extremely uncomfortable. It was the very just idea of everybody else around me understanding what's going on, and I just don't. It's something in that situation where everybody's singing a song, everybody's reciting what they're supposed to, everybody's saying it in unison, and you're sitting there on the outside just confused because there's no words up on the screen telling you when you're supposed to say this, this sacrament, when you're supposed to sing in unison, when you're supposed to say these ending lines. So a lot of us can feel like outsiders in the moments of these rituals. And the moments of these Christian or church-based behaviors that are constant each Sunday. But even though we try and we show up, we just can't get hip to it. We just can't catch on to what's going on. And so that's what I'm here for today. Preach easy, teach easy. If nothing else, I'm just trying to teach my younger me. The me back in the past that was confused walking into church, understanding why do we have alcohol on this Sunday when we're not allowed to drink alcohol the rest of the week? trying to help you understand that. And so we're diving in to Eucharist, to communion. Now understand, communion or Eucharist is a ritual that dates back to when Jesus was around. Now, Eucharist comes from the Last Supper. If you don't understand, the Last Supper is the last meal that Jesus had with his disciples. In this point, Jesus raises and breaks the bread saying, this is my body broken and blessed for you. Then Jesus raises a cup of wine and says, this is my blood shed out as a covenant for you, for the many who will now be able to be forgiven for their sins. Take and drink from my blood. This is found in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26. It's also found in Mark and Luke. However, 
It's not found in John. Now, we could go back and forth about why it's not found in John, but the pure case of it is the Last Supper, the communion verses, those scriptures aren't found in John, in the Gospel of John. But in the other three, Mark, Matthew, and Luke, this Last Supper moment is shown. And Jesus says to recreate this in remembrance of me, in remembrance of the pain that Christ shed on the cross, in remembrance of the covenant that was created with the blood of Christ. Now our sins could be forgiven. We were able to be more than what our shortcomings and our failures were. Essentially, Jesus was saying, remember this so that you will always know you're worth saving. The point of the cross is that each individual person is worth saving. You right now in your moment, no matter what you was doing last night, no matter what you got planned for this week, you're worth saving. The active you right there. It's not a matter of what you can or cannot do. It's a matter of who you were made by and recognizing that you were made for a greater purpose. You're worth saving. You're worth more than throwing your life away, than being self-destructive, than breaking yourself apart. You're worth that happiness. That's what this communion, this Eucharist is meant to show. See, communion, if you break down the word, is just community with union. It's the idea of sharing some intimate spiritual experience with one another. The reason Jesus says, take this in remembrance of me, is for us as a community of Christians, of people who believe that God wants more for us, built us out of dirt, put a destiny inside of our heart and said, go. I give you the power to accomplish it. This is a point for us to unite and feel together. But oftentimes these moments of rituals can make us feel like outsiders, can exclude a lot of us simply because we don't know the ritual. So let me teach it to you. Let preach easy, teach it easy to you. Communion or Eucharist. Now, when you hear the word Eucharist, you may be like, whoa, that's a whole kind of big word. I don't even know how to spell Eucharist. Well, it's E-U-H-C-R-I-S-T, Eucharist. And let me tell you, it's just Greek. Now, you can go ahead and flex on your friends and be like, I know Greek. I know Thanksgiving in Greek. It's Eucharist. There you go. Now you know you can go ahead and say, I'm brilliant. I know Eucharist in Greek. I know Thanksgiving. You can now go around and claim that you can know Greek. Eucharist, that communion that they're having is just a Thanksgiving. The ritual that they were doing is just showing thanks each and every first Sunday. The idea is that Jesus in Mark, in Mark chapter 26, verse 26, breaks and blesses the bread. Now you have to understand this is so identical to Jesus's identity, to his character, that when Jesus died and is resurrected, the disciples don't recognize Jesus until he goes ahead and breaks and blesses the bread. This is something that sticks with them, this memory of the idea of being broken, that for something to be broken and broken apart, you must bless it first so that whenever it's broken, it's able to be used correctly. We're doing this in remembrance of Christ, understanding that we are putting the blessings on, on, on our top of ourselves before we go out into the world and face brokenness, before we face pain, so that we're able to flip situations. See, then Jesus goes on to say, this is my blood shed for you, creating a covenant for whoever believes in it will be able to be forgiven for their sins. This blood washes over, fills in the little cracks and mistakes that we make. See, 
there is an art in Asia, in China, I want to say in particular, where when you take broken vases or porcelain, say you had a beautiful teacup and you smashed it, it fell onto the ground. Instead of throwing it away, they fill in those cup, those cracks and those creases, those broken portions with gold. That's the equivalent to what Christ is doing in this moment, saying that those broken pieces, when you feel shattered, I will seal you together with my blood. In this moment, in those Eucharist points, we are giving thanksgiving not only for the brokenness of Jesus' body, but the healing connective power of his blood. Communion on those first Sundays, that is what we are recognizing. Now, see, you may have walked in and went to those ceremonies, went to those rituals, and you're trying to understand, why do we keep doing this each and every first Sunday? Well, even beyond the Christian faith who says, Jesus says, do this in remembrance of me, every religion has a sense of rituals. And a ritual is just meant to replicate a spiritual experience. Every ritual and every religious experience, they are simply trying to recreate a spiritual experience. The same way how scientists will try and recreate an experiment to see if this is correct. It's almost the opposite for religion. They're recreating this experiment. They're recreating this situation in hopes for the exact same outcome. Where scientists are recreating something in hopes to create a different outcome to prove that something is incorrect. Religious rituals are hoping to recreate with, for the same outcome. But that's not always the case. That's because... In rituals, sometimes we can be so caught up in recreating what happened that we can forget the spiritual experience, the inner relationship that's supposed to occur. See, when Jesus took the bread, broke the bread, it's understood as this last supper. Why the disciples were able to raise and feel that this was different than their regular situations, than their regular meetings. Because Jesus had gone and taken and broken the bread. Jesus had gone and blessed the bread before. This is how they knew Jesus was Jesus, even after the fact. This was part of his character, his character traits. But this time, Jesus was a little weird and said, this is my body broken for you. Eat it. Uh, Jesus, that's kind of weird, dog. Y your body? Like, like your elbow? Is it your upper torso? Or am I getting a calf? See, Jesus is making this point, this supper different. Raising it and changing the spiritual experience. The relationship is adjusted for this moment. See, what the disciples are going now and doing, they're not recreating every dinner that they had with Jesus. They're trying to just recreate this moment. This moment where Jesus was trying to show to them what the real purpose for him coming down was. The real purpose was to show that you're worth saving. The purpose of the Eucharist was for each and everybody in the Christian kingdom. Those who identify with a loving, all-powerful God. An Alpha and an Omega that sent their son to die on the cross for our sins. Everybody who believes in that tale, that story that liberates and saves them. They're able to take in this communion and join in remembrance. Originally, it worked as a badge of Christian profession. Then it became as a form to unite Christians across the world. See, no matter what denomination you go to, no matter what style of Christianity you go to, you will see some form of Eucharist, some form of communion. 
Now, it may differ on what kind of bread they use, what kind of wine they may use. Some places use unleavened bread, which is just bread that don't rise. It looked like a pancake or a tortilla, but just a little bit more crunchy. Some of the places use real wine on those Sundays. And so when you take your little sip, you took more of a shot and didn't realize you may have to have somebody else drive you home. See, every church or denomination celebrates or worships or recreates this ritual in a different way. But the idea, the thing that should remain the same through every form of this ritual is the unifying presence of Christ. These rituals shouldn't be a point where people feel excluded, but this ritual should be a point where people get the chance to be included. Hey, let me teach you about this. Let me not exclude you from this, because for some denominations, only confirmed Christians are able to take Eucharist, are able to join in the communion, because they're saying this communion is an expression of those within it. But oftentimes, since this occurs every first Sundays, this is the most consistent way that we could open up the doors and educate people to the understandings. A lot of times people's first time into the church is on a first Sunday. They don't realize what's going on and because they feel excluded from the ritual, because they don't understand what words to say at this point in that, because they feel like, oh, last week nobody was dressed up and now everybody's dressed up. They can feel excluded in this ritual moment. This communion is about community, uniting and sharing the spiritual relationship with the divine, saying we all feel this. We're all tethered and connected. And so, with that same motion in mind, I want to extend that. Now, you may be thinking, easy. You just taught me communion. You just taught me Eucharist. I know that it's Thanksgiving in Greek. I know that communion is all about remembering the sacrifice that God made, that Jesus made at the Last Supper. I know that we found the Last Supper in three out of the four Gospels. I know that we take the, we break the bread, we bless the bread that the blood was shed for us as wine for a covenant it covers my sins but how are you going to offer me that over the airwaves and i say it to you like this for some denominations they believe that when they put the bread and the wine on the altar they change its very form they alter what it truly is on the altar it alters it transmogrifies that bread and that wine into the actual flesh and blood of jesus now i don't believe i got that I, I, that's not the realm that i operate out of but to the same power that they can transmogrify bread and wine into flesh and blood from the divine, I believe I can bless these airwaves to give you that same relationship, to create that same connection, that same sense of community through Christ's followers, but only if you take it. And so as Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 says, and Jesus took the bread, blessed the bread, and then broke the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Take and receive it. If you hear me over the airwaves in your car, in your home, take and receive the broken body of Christ that was broken for you to liberate you, to free you from your chains. Take that point now to insert it, to accept it into your spirit. And then Jesus took the wine and said, this is my blood poured out and shed for you so that you may be forgiven for your sins. 
take and do this in remembrance of me for I will not drink this again until I meet you in my father's kingdom. Take and accept the covenant, the promise of a relationship that God will always be there for you. This is your chance to accept and join in that communion, to be and recognize with that greater community of Christians, of followers. So often, especially a lot of us that are on this radio station, that are here with your favorite radio reverend, we don't have that feeling of community because we may not feel accepted in our churches for whatever our reasons may be. We may not feel like we can go into our church homes or what once was our church homes because they don't celebrate our identities. They deny us. They push us away. But let it be known that in Christ, your identity is protected, it's loved, and it's saved. You're worth saving. Every first Sunday, this communion, this Eucharist, this Thanksgiving is thanking God that you, my friend, wherever you're at, whatever you did, whatever you're fighting or going through, you're worth saving. You're so worth saving that Jesus already did it, died for you. And every first Sunday, whether those churches know it or not, they're taking communion, drinking bread or eating bread and drinking wine, thanking God that you, the person that they may deny, the identity that they may never accept in their church, they are still every Sunday thanking God that you get to be saved. Even if they don't want to be the hands and feet that do it, they're still celebrating your salvation, whether they know it or not. That's the beauty of communion. That's the beauty of God. The grand and greatness is there is constantly a thanksgiving for your salvation. Even your enemies are thankful for the greatness that God will do in your life. This is your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy, giving you a teach easy, helping you figure out Eucharist, that communion, letting you know you're worth saving. You're worth saving, and every Sunday you should take the point to remember what God did for your salvation. That's what communion's all about. That's what the Eucharist, that Thanksgiving point, is all about. This has been your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy, the most poppin' podcast, Pope hoping that you stay safe, stay saved, and stay stellar until I see you again here on KJazz 105.3. We the best. Hey, it's your friend in the neighborhood.